The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Hour 3 is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com, reinventing men's health care. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Let's get to Jay. Jay, good morning. Swain, what kind of uniforms we busting out uh, Saturday, bro? I don't know, man. I ho- hopefully it's orange. Well, I he- I keep hearing the black, and then I heard maybe uh, some kind of special combination. and So, you know, I didn't know if y'all had the lowdown on it or what. Uh, well, whatever it is, hopefully it's not black. Well, I think there may be a good chance that it is black. Why? It's homecoming, man. We play Georgia. Georgia's black. I agree on all. Well, maybe accounts. maybe they get confused on who to tackle, and that could be our maybe that's our advantage. You know, they they won't know who to tackle because well, everybody's wearing black. And remember we that score a bunch of points. Georgia has black in its colors, but they don't wear black on the road. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Man. I don't know. I. I I, I, I'm a fan of when we play Georgia and Alabama and Florida. You, you wear the orange uniforms, but I'm just oh, I, look, just, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. All all three reasons, the the two that y'all mentioned, and then that that one as well. That's my main thing. Is Florida, Georgia, Alabama should be untouchable in terms of wearing something other than orange. It, it it's absurd that we wear something other than orange in, in those three games. South Carolina, Missouri, Vanderbilt, all those other crappy schools. That was terrible. I don't care what you wear. But against Georgia, Florida, and Alabama, you should always wear orange. And, and then, like Swain said, they have black in their uniform. And as you said, it's homecoming. Why? And I don't, I don't think it's 100%. Or at least I don't know if it's 100% sure, but, but there were strong rumors early in the week about them about them wearing black. So I, I, maybe they changed their mind since I heard about it early in the week, but I know it's a legit possibility. When the game is played, I don't really care. I do. It's CBS, 3.30 in November against freaking Georgia, homecoming, and you're wearing black uniform. That, that to but me, is whack. And when I, when the game's them. played, I want the results, but today – I feel you at the I, end. Yeah, I mean, like – I want the results. So, Blaine, if they came out in pink jerseys, you wouldn't care as long as they win. Is that what you're saying? I would care today. I would care tomorrow. I wouldn't but, care during the game. But though. during the game, if, <laughs> if like you you winning against Georgia, you playing well, like I'm not gonna care as much. I, 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 I look. If you told me right now, guaranteed W. If if you wear pink jerseys, sign me up for it. But yeah, for I, sure. I, I I do think that that you can do both. You can focus on the results. But also not wear something other than orange in in one of your biggest rivalry games. Like I don't, well, you ben, don't have I, to wear orange I, in all the rivalry games to me. Like I think you do. Like if your team, if you're the, if, if the team you playing is black, I just don't think you should be wearing black. Like that's all I'm saying. Well, you know, a lot of these schools that go with the black uniforms, they have colors that everyone else has, like red and black, or you know blue and white or and so they want to do something different to try to like stand out but what's funny is is that 
when Tennessee wears black, they look like everyone else. Their natural colors, orange and white, is what separates them from everyone. Nobody else has that color. Yeah, but so that their their natural uniforms are what makes them stand out. But I, I know the players get into it and like it. And for me, it's weird because you know when I go and buy apparel, uh, you know I, I like getting the black with the orange tee. I think it looks good. But for some reason, these black uniforms, I'm just I don't know why I haven't. Do you wear those shirts to, to the games? White helmet if, or what? But I'm, Jay, I, I don't I don't know how often. You you are able, How often are you able to go to games? Yeah. Uh, about one or two a year. I I ask to ask. Uh, do you do you wear uh, your your black apparel to the games? I have. I definitely have. Yeah. I sure have. I I feel weird when I wear something that isn't orange or white to to a Tennessee game, which I haven't been able to in in years uh, since I was a student. But I, I remember back being a student. I hated going to two games in the cold because I had to wear a jacket mm-hmm. and I didn't have, I didn't have an orange jacket. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, it, it, it's definitely different, but, uh, well, we'll see. Yeah. Like I bet, you know what? At the end of the day, we'd be some one team in the country. I don't think anybody's going to be thinking about Jersey colors. So. Nope. Nope. Hey, listen, the, if it was my preference, we wouldn't wear black, but the, the players like it and the recruits like it. Then whatever. That's that like that's how I feel. I'm you know, not. You know what else recruits would like? A win over number one Georgia, hanging mm. fifty they can like over both. number one Georgia. They can like both. They can like mm. both. Well, I, look, I, I'm being more dramatic than, than I actually feel. Swain summed it up perfectly. I would never wear black or an alternate uniform against the the Florida Georgias, Alabamas, but. Whatever, just win. No, I would wear against Georgia, Florida. I don't care because Florida don't have black. I wouldn't wear it against Vanderbilt. I wouldn't wear it against. I wouldn't wear it against Georgia, and I was kind of partial wearing it against South Carolina because South Carolina is guarded in black, or whatever color that is. But hey, that's just that's just me, man. But I'm not. I don't. I'm not. It's not that serious to me. At the end of the day, to be honest, guys. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully, old Andy will come out with a shut up uh, a good rap for us Friday to, to lead us to victory, guys. Y'all no, hang in there. No, I don't want to see anything. I want to see a video or hear a rap. A phone call on the show is cool, but I don't want to hear no damn rap, and I damn sure don't want to see a video. And y'all stop sending me those videos. Stop! I was trying to eat something. Disgusting. All right, who's on the phone? Uh, Pay attention, Ben. Wake up, man. You you have <laughs> ruined my mind. Jay's ruined it. You, because yeah. Dr. is the worst. If if you don't quit sending me videos, Dr. Vall, I'm gonna block him. I I I am going to block you. Who's on Who's on the phone next? I, I blanked. I don't know. Y'all Y'all distracted me. I apologize. I forgot. Announce yourself. Good morning. Hey, Jason and Ben. What's oh, it's morning? Rod. It's Rod. Rod. What's, what's up, Rod? Man? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jay, Jay it's threw all right, me off. Man. It's all right, brother. It's all right. Hey, Jason, I, I, I agree with you and Ben. I think uh, definitely uh, go with orange, and I like the orange tops with the orange pants with the white stripe going on them. I think that would be nice. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that works, too. 
That works. I'm little. I mean, I've never wore. I've never worn the uh, all orange. Um, they wore it the year after I finished up playing. They wore it in the SC Championship game. They had to beg just to be able to do that. Uh, I've never experienced wearing all orange. So, yeah, I mean, it looks, like looks, it. looks good to me. It looks good. One thing I got to say, Jason, I hope the guy that uh, – I know y'all noticed, you know, in the first quarter how we go out and, you know, do our thing, you know, with our wide receivers. I just hope that we continue to, uh, you know, do like Steve Spurrier did and stick with what works. Why well, go away from a play that gives you a touchdown? I don't understand that. What you mean? Like, you know, when we go out in the first quarter and we're throwing to Peyton and, you know, we get the little slant to Valus or the wide-open pass to Valus or whatever, even Tillman. I don't understand why when we score a touchdown, we go away from it. I mean, we can't – We it looks like we did the same thing with uh, Hyatt on the Valus touchdown. We came back and ran it again with Hyatt because uh, the play looked similar. You know, I, I wish we could just keep doing the same play over and over and over and over and over. But the other team adjusts, and you also are trying to keep them off balance and, and you know, go in different, different directions and go on a different side uh, to create some balance. But I, I get you, man. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Do you feel that we're going to have a chance? Do you see it? Because no. I see it. No, I don't. I'm Ray Charles. <laughs> you don't think the fans are going to help? A little bit. I think they're going to help. Uh, I mean, I, 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 Ron, I can't, I can't watch what I watch against Kentucky. Oh, I know that, and and, and feel confident about Saturday. Like I, like I, I feel can't you do on it. that. I feel you on that completely. Mm-hmm. I do. But I just hope that you know we could at least you know hang with them to a halftime. You know, I, I'm just, I'm still excited about what the coaches are doing, and you know how they have, you know raise the standard of our play, you know, with our men. I, I'm just tickled to death. I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy for for the guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. At least they get to go to a bowl game after a three and eight season. Yeah, so, for sure. For sure. Y'all have a blessed day, man. Have a great weekend. You know, go balls. We'll see y'all on the flip side. Heck yeah, man. Like, I, I expect what happened against Alabama. I expect us to fight, claw, punch, bite, whatever we have to do. But 60 minutes is a long time. It's a long time. I'll give you an example. Wall sits. Like anyone can do wall sits for a minute. Go do a wall sit right now for a minute. For a minute. But what about two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, ten minutes? After a certain length of time, it's harder and harder. And that's how I looked at Tennessee, Alabama. Like, it's hard to keep up and be something that you're not. And that's a team with depth. That's a team with equal talent as your opponent. It's just hard to keep up for 60 minutes. Over time, like, you're going to get worn down. One small mistake is going to turn into 21 points, 14 points. And so that's how I'm looking at this game, is that Georgia right now is playing better than Alabama. Now, Alabama presents different challenges because Alabama offense is better than Georgia's offense. But it's just realistically, when I look at the matchup, for 60 minutes, 
I don't see it. Sounds to me like I you don't even think Tennessee should show up. I didn't say that. I, I didn't say you did. I just said it sounds like that's what no, you were saying. No, it don't. Nobody in 2013 thought Tennessee what had it, a chance. What it sounded like is what I just said, which is Tennessee, like Alabama, showing up and hanging for a half or a half and a quarter or a half and a half a quarter, and then the opponent overwhelming you. That's what I said. No, you said Tennessee does not have a chance and should not even show up. That's not what I said. Might as well just go ahead and bring on South Alabama in. That's Nobody not. in 2013 thought Tennessee had a chance. Against who? Georgia. The pig Howard fumble in the end zone game. Year one of Butch Jones when there is no depth, there is no talent. You had a buffoon coaching the football team on the sideline. What was the outcome? Uh, a very small win for Georgia in overtime cool. that nobody ever saw coming. Who won the game? Tennessee or Georgia? Aaron Murray. <clears throat> who won the game? Tennessee or Georgia? Georgia. Okay. But did Tennessee have a chance to win that game late? Yeah. Did anybody see that coming? And Tennessee the game? had a chance to win the game nope. late against Alabama. But like I just said, <laughs> over time, your opponent is going to wear you down because you just don't have the depth or the talent. Like Tennessee had a chance, you know, later in that game. It's just the one mistake, it cost you big time. Whereas a mistake against Kentucky, you're, you were able to overcome it. You're able to overcome allowing Will Levis to go for 300 and something yards and offense going for 600 yards. You was able to overcome it. You can't make those mistakes against Georgia, against Alabama, and win. So, what if they make more mistakes? Man, are you are you picking are you picking Tennessee to win? No. Okay, but we're talking about whether Tennessee has a chance, not whether they're going to win. <laughs> okay. Okay. Every team has a chance when they step on the field. Does Vanderbilt you, if, have a chance against Tennessee? Yeah, if you want to get if you want to get literal, every team has a chance when well, they step on the field. Well, you're the king of being literal, so how about I, that? I, I like being literal. If you want, if you want to, if you want to go there, every team has a chance. I do. Every high school team that they step on the field, with Maryville, they have a chance. Yep. Until Maryville scores more points than they do. Until they score fifty points, and another team scores zero. Tennessee has a five point seven percent chance of winning. I wonder what the football power index says about this game. Have you seen Tennessee's chances according to ESPN this week's swing? Mm, let's see. Let's look it up. It says Tennessee has an 11.4% chance of winning. So you're saying there's a chance. The line went to 20. So 21. What was it, 21? Mm-hmm. The over under 56. Mm-hmm. So listen, I hope I'm wrong, but again, I make I make predictions based on if I'm putting my house on it, if I'm putting my car on it. Georgia's only allowing six point six points per game this year. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three hour three powered by Low T Center LowTCenter.com. For replay of each day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Good morning, Swain Event crew. 
Fall is here, and according to the big box stores, it's Christmas time too. This time of year is traditionally a busy one for the East Tennessee real estate market, and it will continue through the end of 2021 as well. Most people think the holidays aren't the right time to buy and sell. However, it is one of the best times to jump in the market. To find out more, just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, at 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. J.C.'s will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and lowtcenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. 
The official license plate of UT is available at your county clerk locations across the state. Your purchase will go to support student scholarships at UT for UT students. Make sure to go to alumni.utk.edu forward slash license plate for more information. Let's get to our guy Volstorm. Wait, first, it just hit me during the break. Did Rod have an issue with scoring 38 points in 14 minutes? <laughs> it just it just hit me. All right. No comment. Volstorm, good morning. Yeah, yeah, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> I was I was trying to understand where Rob was coming from, but I was struggling. I don't care if you have to kick, scratch, claw, run, hobble, whatever. Score points. That's that's And if anything should be blamed for for not having more than a thirty eight <laughs> in fourteen minutes. Um the the execution by the players should be blamed. Tennessee was driving there in the second quarter, or maybe the, it was the first quarter. I can't remember. But that, that first fumble, Tennessee was going to score on that drive until Jabari Small and Hendon Hooker, whatever happened there, they, they fumbled the, the, the handoff. And then at the end of the game with five minutes left, Tennessee has a chance to, to put the game away. And, and that final possession for Kentucky probably would not have mattered unless they can pull off a miracle and score quickly, get the onside kick, score again. That final possession doesn't matter if Tennessee punches it in on second and goal from the five when you had, like, three penalties. So, if anything, like, the, the execution from the players needs to be highlighted more than anything. Yeah, I, I, Rod's call threw me off guard because that, that was the first I've heard of anyone, like, looking at the coaches offensively and having, you know, having a, a critique. I mean, 38 points, 14 minutes. Hendon Hooker didn't even throw the ball 15 – no, he didn't have 15 completions. He was 15 for 20. 15 for 20 for 316 yards, four touchdowns, no turnovers. I mean, I mean – No interceptions. Excuse me, no interceptions. Um, I wonder who got credited for that fumble, though. Would it be Hendon or would it be um, – Well, that was on Hooker. You could tell by the body language. Yeah. That fumble was on Hooker. I wonder, who, on I wonder who got the – the, the the blame for it though in the stats. Anyways, go ahead, Volstor. It's your it's your world. We just living in it. It, it. It's always on the quarterback. It is. It is. <laughs> I just I'm just saying. I wonder who got blamed for it in the stat sheet. Swain, I was uh, I was wondering when you were going to start breaking out uh, singing uh, "Glory, Glory to Old Georgia." Hey man, I will kick you with a sun don't shine. <laughs> <laughs> Got asthma over there. Everybody, everybody know. Everybody know you got a. Uh, you got them red and black Crocs in your closet. They black. They black. They not red though. He is wearing his black Crocs today. Man, hush! You wore yours yesterday. Oh, uh, day before it's Georgia week, and you're wearing black Crocs. Dear Lord. Hey, hey. This is dumb as wearing black. Tennessee's wearing black. I wear black hey, hey. every day. Hey, that's as dumb as wearing black uniforms against a team whose colors are literally red and black. <laughs> I'm, listen, man, I, I'm i not behind it, but listen, I'm not going to make a big stink about it. No, you need to. You, because you have power to put your foot down. No, I don't. 
You talk to Danny White and you brag about all these recommendations you make to Danny White all the time. This is another recommendation that you can make. Against Georgia, nope. Florida, and Alabama, we don't wear alternate uniforms. No, I'm not making that re- recommendation because I'm okay with alternate Look. uniforms against Alabama. I'm okay with no. it against Florida. See, this Just don't wear it against Georgia. Don't wear black against Georgia. That's my only thing. And the only recommendations I've gave you, Danny, is to bring the – the letters back on the stadium, and to do a, a block party. That's that has been it. That's all. So far, I got well, more coming. First of all, they didn't have any control over the uniforms. That's the leadership council. But if they blo- <laughs> if they vote to wear black uniforms against Georgia, I think they need to be overridden by Hypo. Well, the leadership council have been trying to wear different away uniforms, and Hypo has not going for it. It's Hypo that makes the decision, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's ultimately on the head coach. Look, Florida what? should should yeah. wear its traditional Florida uniforms against Tennessee. Tennessee should wear its traditional Why? uniforms. Alabama should wear its traditional uniforms against Tennessee. Tennessee should wear its traditional uniforms. Georgia, same way. Tennessee, same way in that football game. We love the pageantry and tradition of college football. That's why. Look, as far as like Alabama and some of the some of the schools that actually have tradition, I agree with you. But Florida, they didn't start playing football until nineteen ninety. <laughs> That's true. Who was the coach before Steve Spurrier? Where's Big Orange Man? Hell, he, I don't even at, know. He got he's good with history because I don't even know that one. I I could not. That wasn't Ron Zook, was it? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna Google it. Google Google it. Gonna be a, Google gonna say hmm. <laughs> 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 Google's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Why are you asking me? Try Bing. Bing. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, Jack Forrest uh-uh. was their first coach. Who or is Jack that? Forsyth? Who? George Pyle. Uh, Doug Dickey. I didn't know Doug Dickey was the coach at Florida at one point. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Doug yeah, Dickey yeah. played there and he coached there. No, I was thinking. 89 was Galen Hall. Nope. Gary oh, yeah. Darnell. That's Whatever. what I'm seeing. Whatever, How'd you man. get get? Oh, you that was Galen Hall was before Gary Darnell. Yeah, they had one coach for one season in '89 between Galen Hall and Steve Spurrier. Both of them coached actually. Galen Hall uh, resigned after five games, and then Gary Darnell was the interim. Oh, Wik- Wikipedia. <laughs> Galen Hall with the transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned something new today because I had no clue who was the coach before Steve Spurrier. Thanks, Google. <sighs> Guys, we were talking earlier about the um, the situation with the Georgia player and with AJ Johnson, and uh, kind of my viewpoint on it is this: it's one thing to have an accusation; it's another thing to actually be charged. Because mm-hmm. once you've been charged, then the police believes that there is enough evidence to be able to charge you and have to take you before the grand jury. Mm. Those are a different set of circumstances than somebody coming out and making accusations. And then there's a there may be an investigation, there may not be, and then nothing comes of it. Once you are charged, your butt belongs to the legal system. When exactly was AJ Johnson charged? That's what I that's what I want to look up and because you know it happened so long ago, but it didn't happen so right. long ago. Obviously, he went to court, so he was charged at some point. But like, was it? Right when he stopped playing, because I remember it was right before the Missouri game at home. Um, 
and missed that and then missed the rest of his career. So, you know, I wonder, did the accusation come and then he sat or did the charge come right then? Like this case with Adam Anderson, he turned himself in, you know, the same way. I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't remember either. Yeah, we'll look it up. But because um, I feel like at that point that once you are officially charged, it is out of the university's hands. It is, you know, this is up to you to clean up this mess, and until you do, you do not need to be on the team, whether you're exonerated or whether you're found guilty or whatever. Yep, I agree. You know, I, I believe that with uh, A.J. Johnson, and I believe it in this case, too. Yeah, you know, like I said, there's a difference between being accused and being charged. So, 2015 uh, article came out February, um, had some quotes about his uh, attorney saying that we were making plans for him to surrender. Um, and this was around that time, so he was indicted by a grand jury on two counts of aggravated rape. Right. So, yeah, it, in that case, I mean, it's it's out of the university's hand. Pretty much. Guys, before I go, I will uh, I will agree with that Georgia caller on one thing and one thing only. In uh, kind of in today's society, you are uh, guilty until proven innocent. So until Swain can prove that there's not a Georgia jersey in his closet, he is guilty. See you, <laughs> I do got some red and black in there, but it ain't no Georgia. Ain't no Georgia. Ain't no Georgia jersey. Hey, man, I wear too much Georgia not to have red and black. Uh, PJ, we do see your message on the text box. You said test, test, just seeing if my app is working. Y'all see this? <laughs> we do see you, PJ. Volstor, not Volstor, but DR Vol says, Nigga Vol, Sanford Swain doesn't Vol leave. Oh, boy. DR Vol. That's what you're going to try to do to me? DR Vol, you're not wrong, DR Vol. <laughs> but you, of all people, cannot say anything. Because I'm sure you're mesmerized by Elaine Kiffin photo at the moment. <laughs> Nelson says, Swain, you remember Ash G's? Oh, I remember Ash G's. Yeah, yeah, being on no no about Ash Actually, G's. I do remember Ash G's. That was like, I vaguely remember that. I remember <laughs> that like in middle school. Uh, downtown Vol says, I see Boomer Ben is in the house. I was like, I didn't know, I didn't know Ben was an OU fan. Then I had to put two and two together. I was like, oh, okay, we still call it old oh, folks yeah, Boomer. So look, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Boomer Ben on the jerseys because I, I feel very passionately about not wearing alternate uniforms in, in big traditional rivalry <laughs> games. And it's not just a Tennessee thing. It's, it's all rivalries across college football. When I tune in and I see Michigan, Ohio State playing, I don't want to see them wearing something – other than their traditional What's the point of uniforms? wearing alternate uniforms if you can't walk, wear them? To wear game? them against the crappy teams. Nobody will see them then. Yeah, well, people. So people don't watch the other games? So recruits can be like, man, did you see Tennessee plug them black uniforms when they play South Alabama? I'm not talking about South Alabama. I'm talking about like the other SEC games that, that don't mean as much as your rivalry games. Like can, Tennessee did against South Carolina. Can you wear them against Kentucky? Yes. But sure. not not the big three. Not the big three for me. Okay. Now, Kentucky, I I would prefer, but I you know, I'm willing to whatever. <laughs> but, and, and like they the the recruits recognized they they were 
mind blown over the black jerseys for the South Carolina game. They they all took notice of them against the the South Carolina game. So you did not like Tennessee wearing the Smoky Grays in the Florida game in sixteen? No, I did not. I, I I hate looking back at that game and not seeing Tennessee in orange. And it's just those three games for me, and it's not just Tennessee either. It's the the traditional college football games. I don't want to sit here and watch the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving and see Mississippi State wearing some random uniform. Iron Bowl, Alabama. I know Alabama only has one uniform, but y'all get what I'm saying. You won't see those two schools do that. Like they, like Auburn got a little got a little crazy with the with, face mask with the with the with the orange face mask that looked ugly, and their fans went crazy about it. They were ugly, man. Yeah, I just I just like. Part of part of the reason I love college football is the tradition and pageantry, and some of these games I don't want to see alternate uniforms. Colorado Vol agrees with you. He says got to wear them against Kentucky, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and non-conference games. That's cool. I'm, I'm telling y'all, I really, I'm not that passionate about it. Now, senior senior day, you need to be in orange. That's my only request. I'll just wait till they decide not to wear them this weekend, and they wear. Oh, them start. Them start flipping over Ottomans like uh, like Volstorm said. He flipped over his Ottoman 2015 Florida game. <laughs> I uh, I I feel more strongly about wearing orange on Senior Day than I do against Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. So I'm with you. Okay, Kevin in Houston says I'm calling it. I expect it. I demand it. Tennessee 35, Georgia 28. I kind of felt that. I felt that in my in my chest a little bit there, Kevin. I felt that. The caps. The caps right there you use and the exclamation point at the end. I felt that. Mm-hmm. Did you know that there's not a single team that has scored more than a touchdown, offensive touchdown against uh, Georgia this year? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm aware. Georgia as a team has only allowed six touchdowns. And one of them was a pick six in garbage time. I'm aware. I'm aware. Don't don't bring up that stat after you tried to shake me down as a nigga of all last segment. Well, look, I, I, I'm just saying that since you don't have a good chance of, of winning, I didn't say that they have zero chance. What if uh, little old Stetson Bennett comes out and throws three interceptions? Since you have a chance then? A better chance than him not throwing three interceptions. But a chance, right? <laughs> <laughs> Memphis Pam says, nothing is better than them orange britches. That's right. I'm jealous. I'm, I wish I would. You never wore orange britches? Nope. Did you wear anything other than black cleats, white socks? Well, y'all, y'all wore black socks once, right? And then Coach Fulmer thought y'all were cursed because y'all lost in them? Yeah, silly. Uh, we, we wore white cleats um, my freshman sophomore year. Didn't you play in the UNLV game, though, where you wore the throwbacks? Mm-hmm. So you did wear one. White, white cleats. No, I'm talking about the jersey. Yeah. So you wore one different jersey. Mm-hmm. I like those jerseys y'all wore in that UNLV game. Dude, I'm so mad at myself for not being a thief. Yeah, you, you, you talked about this recently. You should have you should have stole that jersey. I should have, man. Taken it, especially since you, you would have only had to pay $100. That's it. I should have stole it. One thousand percent worth it. Yeah, I would have stole. I mean, that jersey's worth like two, two, three hundred dollars. I'd be willing to pay that much if I were a player to to keep that one. Yeah, man. I should. Not st- like y'all didn't have the cash to do it either. Hush. Colorado Vol says, Ben, are you okay with orange on orange during big games? I would prefer the orange on orange. I think Tennessee orange on orange is the best look it has. Really. Mm-hmm. I, yep. 
Just, I like I love looking back at Tennessee playing Alabama and Tuscaloosa in 09. I, I don't like uh, the result, obviously, but Tennessee wearing tearing, uh, wearing the orange britches there on the road looked really cool. I got a hot take. I'm not really a fan of any football team wearing one color with their jersey and pants. Like, I've never really, like, been on board. It's okay, but I prefer different color pants, different color jerseys. I don't know why. Man. I'm weird. I, yeah, I just, I love Tennessee's orange so much that I, I want it as much as possible. God, look at you getting those brownie points with the fans. I mean, just look Look at this. Look how sweet that looks. Orange britches on the road in Tuscaloosa. I think it looks great, but they have white pants. I mean, they have white jerseys. Like, orange on orange, to me, just looks, it just well, looks I know, weird. And, and I think that I said that about black on black. I said about red on red or any any team's color. Michigan State's green on green. Like, to me, it's just, it just too much. It's just too much. Yeah, I see that. Like I said, I just like the orange so much. But I, I, I brought up the, the orange pants on the road. Because of the comment about the orange on orange at home against the big three, I'd like to see the orange britches on the road against the big three. We wore against Alabama, didn't we? Whereas uh, this year, did we? I thought we wore orange britches against Alabama. I can't remember. I know we wore them last week, and they looked sweet. Uh, Drval has a, a good point. Uh, no, he does. I don't believe you. Remember Pruitt not having the seniors run through the tee on senior day? Oh. What's worse? Pruitt not having the seniors run through the tee on senior day or not wearing the traditional jerseys on senior day? What's, what's worse? What's worse is me trying me defending it, actually. That's worse. I remember I defended it. I, I, I understood. I understood. That's probably worse. I mean, I still would defend it, honestly. But say it again. What's worse, not running through the tee on senior day or not wearing the traditional jerseys? Not run through the tee on senior day. I agree. I thought they ran through the tee. Not individually. I think they yeah, went back and rejoined. To not to say they didn't run through the tee will not be accurate. They needed their their own moment running through the tee. That would be like you 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 political um, experts like to say uh, misrepresentation of the of the facts. <laughs> Mis you know misinformation. Instead of just saying lie, that's straight up. That's straight up a lie from Diarvo. It sounds better. It's straight up a lie. Well, the misinterpretation of the facts. Yeah, it's, it it's a lie. Better. They still ran through the T. It just wasn't individually. I'm telling you, emotionally, it's hard to flip the switch from you individually running through the T for the last time. You're all emotional. You're crying, and then you gotta. All right, let's go play this football game. Like, good thing it's Vanderbilt most it, years. Exactly. Vanderbilt in Kentucky is is what it was when I played. Now it just needs to be Vanderbilt. But the problem is you don't play Vanderbilt at home every year, so every other year it's going to have to be somebody else other than Vandy. Let it let it be either Vandy or uh, our conference. Sorry, team. Last year it was Florida. The year before that was Vandy. I don't remember who it was in eighteen. I got a, I got a prime example, and then we'll move on. <clears throat> Our game against Kentucky in 2006, my senior season, we beat Kentucky 17 to 12. Ugh. Yeah, that was your senior day game. Yes, dude, we were crying in in the, in the tunnel. 
Like, me and my guys, we was crying. Sounds like you just need to man up. Quit being a wimp. I, I guess so. I guess so. Y'all want me? Y'all wants to be, you know, passionate about Tennessee. We were passionate, too passionate, and then we had to go out there and play a football game. And like, it was tough, man. Like it was, it was tough. Marcus Coker went off that day. He wasn't a senior. He's like, "What y'all crying about? Give me the ball." <laughs> he was like, "Give me the ball." Meacham at six for one sixteen and a tutty. Meacham wasn't no real senior either. Yeah, when you mentioned your stats, he was. No, don't mention. I ain't do anything. Two catches for 15 yards. I ain't doing. Yeah, a long reception of nine. None of y'all. I think Chris Brown, Brett Smith, they seniors with you. Chris Brown wasn't. Brett was. He had two catches for 19 yards. <laughs> seniors didn't do anything, man. <laughs> we ain't do anything. That was. I'm telling you, it was tough. It was tough. Actually, you had a carry for six yards in that game. I don't remember that. <laughs> Did you have a concussion? No, nah, man. You don't remember carrying the ball for six yards? Nope. You can say. You rushed for more yards than Arian Foster in a game. Because against Kentucky in 06, you had one carry for six yards, <laughs> and Arian had one carry for negative two yards. I guess I'm a Pro Bowl running back. I would have been. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that's the way I look at it. I mean, even, I mean, you were on the heels of Terrio. You were the third leading rusher in that game. I mean, Terrio only had seven for 27. That's two NFL. Yeah, one, one for six. That's two NFL backs right there. But check this out: like the, the week before, we played on the road to Vanderbilt. We beat them thirty-nine to ten. And Cutcliffe called the dogs off. He called the dogs off because yeah. I wanted to put up fifty because of the video they put out in 05, the year what before. What video did they put out? When they beat us, they put out a video DVD. Uh, like so they like did in thirteen. Yeah, so like I wanted to beat their heads in. I was mad that he pulled us off the field. So we we beat Vanderbilt 30, 39 and ten. And then we come back and put up 17 points at home senior day. Senior day, man, it's tough emotionally. So I understood what Prue was, was trying to say. Um, but I guess right now it's, it's fun to make him look like the worst human being on the planet. He is the worst human being <laughs> on the planet. You had a much better game against Vandy. <laughs> Six catches, 76 yards, and a tutty. 39-10. to 10. Back then, that's like beating a team sixty to. 10 <laughs> yeah, really, now. really, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like back, back in your day, thirty-nine to ten was a, a massive. It's like fifty-nine. Massive blowout. Was, was that the game where I think it was a safety hit you on the sideline? No, that, that was, was a four. Oh four. Yeah, that was a four. Y'all had an interesting year that year. <laughs> hit me good. I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk. Uh, I want to talk beat, about. It. You beat Vandy to end a two-game losing skit. Yeah, we had lost to Arkansas and LSU. Arkansas. Yeah. Was McFadden on that team? Yes. Oh, look. this! Uh, I clicked on the AP article, and it mentions the DVD. This is probably Chris Lowe writing this. In hindsight, maybe that DVD celebrating Vanderbilt's first victory over Tennessee since 1982 wasn't such a good idea. The DVD was titled Victory in Knoxville and detailed Vanderbilt's 28-24 win last year. Vandy has a DVD detailing a victory over Georgia this year ready for pre-ordering. It didn't matter to the Vols. That would make me mad. Oh. You, know how, you know how sorry of a program you have to be to make a, a DVD off of one win? And, I, and, and like, here's I mean, the other thing. Like, Okay, Vandy, you, you snapped Tennessee's 22-game winning streak. 
you have to talk about losing to a team 22 straight years on this DVD. Why would you want to do that? Yeah. No, you You are correct, my friend. You are oh, correct. 865-255-03. We'll take our last break here, and then we'll come back uh, right after this. Three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. It's Red Plastic Cop with some big news for you movie-making, content-creating video superstars. Show your mad skills. And create a video of why it's so important to keep Tennessee litter-free. It's the TSSAA No Trash November Student Video Contest. Sponsored by Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Go to nobodytrashestennessee.com slash TSSAA for details. High school and middle school students can submit their video and receive scholarships and prizes provided by TSSAA. Word, peace out. Is that still a thing? Am I being too cool for the school kids? Just asking. 
If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com Low T is now offering the convenience of monitor self-inject at home testosterone treatments. It's just $155 a month for self-pay. It's covered also by most health insurance. If you have health insurance, you don't want to do the self-pay, they can ship directly to your home. I'll reiterate that. $155 a month for monitor self-inject treatments. They will ship directly to you. Low T Center and LowTCenter.com, reinventing men's health care. Starts with the comprehensive health assessment. So, man, get in there. It's quick. It's fast. It's easy. It's simple. Get all of your levels checked today. You hyped yet for the game, Ben? I am, but you don't have the right to be hyped since you think Tennessee has zero chance. I am hyped for the game. You don't deserve to be excited. You don't deserve to be hyped. You don't deserve to enjoy the festivities. As a matter of fact, I don't even think they should allow you on the Big Orange kickoff show. Hmm. I should take the day off? I think you should let me do it. You can do it. Nobody would show up. No, you can do it. Listen, I don't what, think, I, what are you going to do if you're doing the show and like a Georgia fan walks by and barks at you? Probably the same thing I did in 2013. When we were doing the show on the strip, and Georgia fan walked by and barked. What'd you do then? Uh, Stopped the broadcast and called out that fan and said, "Who? What grown person barks?" What that? What did that grown person say? I don't know. He was. How do you come back from that, anyways? Like somebody says that to you, then then how do you have a? a I don't know. A retort. How do you think uh, Brad Matthews is handling this week? I mean, he he has a Georgia Bulldog in his home. No, he has a Bulldog. Georgia he Bulldog. He, he doesn't have a Georgia Bulldog. It's just it's an English Bulldog. It's a regular Bulldog. Do not call it a Georgia Bulldog. Oh, now you're taking up for, for, for Brad's Bulldog. All summer long, you, you threw Brad's Bulldog under the bus. And, and now no. you want to take up for the Bulldog? No, no. It's an ugly Bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a Georgia Bulldog. Because a Georgia Bulldog would be worse than just a plain ugly Bulldog. Brad's bulldog is is not ugly. Yes, it is. No, because the 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 Georgia bulldog is ugly. They look the same. I, I, no, they don't. Whatever. Brad English bulldog does not look the same. Uh, Brad's bulldog looks like the Mississippi State bulldog. Because remember that's so Mississippi State bulldog looks better than than Ugga. Yeah, Ugga's Ugga is ugly. Sorry for anybody out there who has. They're the Ugga. same. No, see, this is uh, that's the type that uh, Brad has. It's much better looking. Okay, let's show. Show me a picture of Ugga. Not the same tab. Use a different tab. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Damn. Ugga, ugly. <laughs> All right. Hit, Brad? Hit, hit the back button. Hit the back button. Let me look at Mississippi State Bulldog again. Yeah. Brad's Bulldog. You is- know what, Brad? I, I, I like to apologize. I tried to explain this let, to you let, over the summer. Let me, let me apologize. Wow. Ugly is really ugly. Yes, and, and we apologize. I thought they were the same. To anybody out there who has an ugly. No, they're not the same. They're oh, different. my God. That dog is hideous. <laughs> it's hideous. Yeah, it's it's not great. 
Oh my gosh. Ugga is Well, I I think the main difference is Ugga is all white. And I, I'm not feeling the, the all white <laughs> bulldog. No, no, it ain't the color, it's the face. Ugga's face is uglier than the Mississippi State Bulldog. Yeah. It ain't just the color. Ugga's fat. No, ugly uh, Ugga is just ugly. He she he's ugly he's <laughs> he, an ugly dog. He she. Whatever. <laughs> ugly, it don't matter. Remember when uh, Ugga got into it with Bevo? Texas's mascot? I do remember. Wasn't uh Ugga didn't want that smokes. Nah, he, he took off. Oh, here come Nelson. Here come Nelson. Ah. Chill on the bulldog slander. Nelson has a bulldog. Let me stop. There are English bulldogs and there are old English bulldogs. All right, which one is Ugga? Well... Since he emphasized the old, I would imagine Ugga is is the old one. All I know is blue tick hounds are absolutely beautiful and and Dobermans. Okay, but we're talking uh, what 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 school do you know that has a Doberman as a mascot? Yeah, maybe 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 I need to come up with a school. Maybe a Doberman needs to be the mascot of Elon Musk's new school there at Texas Institute. Tech State. Lord have mercy. I know one thing. I'm going to get a blue tick hound one day when I've when I've got plenty of room. Texas. Look at, look how beautiful that dog is. Tech State. Elon Musk. He's gonna have a Doberman as a mascot. I, I love my Australian Shepherd mix with, with Border Collie. Shout out to my little homie Judge. But one day I'm gonna I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a smoke. Look how pretty that thing is. Now it. It, it howls. It likes to bark. Yeah, man. Can't, we can't have out that. out the country, we which I, have, I am out in the country, so. You are. We can't have that on a swing event. Just old country bean over here, boy. You and Kate Mays over there that, that's duck right, hunting. Just uh, duck hunting, fishing, and bailing hay. <laughs> we, got a, we, got a, we got our trucks lifted. We got our, our dip dip cans in, 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 in the I'm leaving. In the seat. I'm going. I'm leaving, man. We got spitters everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to put the towel at the bottom. <laughs> you got to put the paper towel at the bottom. That's what they do. Not, not in my truck, bro. We just, we rip it. We're going to go catch some lips after the show, boy. That's, hey, that's, y'all, that's the real Ben McKee from Buckhorn. Go Buckhorn. The, go Bucks. The, the, buck, the, the being that you've been hearing all this time. That was him trying not to be what you just heard. This is really who he is. Country-ass Buckhorn Ben. That's who he really is. That's Ben right there. He's been holding it back for all this time. DSG Ball. The Bishop Sycamore Dobermans. <laughs> yeah. <I'll let> him... <laughs> we go with that. What about, the, what about the fake team up in Ohio? That is Bishop Sycamore. That's Bishop Sycamore? Yeah, the one that played IMG. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Still. That's right. Which, no, I'm, I'm sure a lot of them grown men do have Dobermans. They can't be Dobermans. Nah, man. They can't be Dobermans, man. They're giving Dobermans a bad name. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Hope you all have a great Thursday. Tomorrow, 7 a.m., Swain event, Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Peace and love. We are out. <laughs>